Welcome back to City on a Hill Gaming, a tabletop RPG actual play podcast. Let's meet the team. Hi, I'm Grant, and I'm the GM. Hi, I'm Peter, and I'm playing Faramond Bahar, Human Paladin. Hi, I'm Daniel, and I'm playing Ansel, the Inquisitive Rogue. Hi, I'm Ryan, and I'm playing Ruach, the Air Genasi Shepherd. Hi, I'm Ben, I'm playing Reepsy Piven, the Satyr Druid. Hi, I'm William. I'm playing Myaston Zarbrex. I'm a Dragonborn Wizard. We hope you enjoy our show. So yes, uh, you you check on Littlefoot. Littlefoot is doing fine, uh, munching away on. <sighs> don't say Listen. star leaves. Don't say star leaves. Don't say star leaves. Uh, no, it's um, it's <laughs> much worse. <laughs> Littlefoot, bug meal is not the bug meal does not smell good. It keeps well out here, but it does not smell good in the tight quarters of stables. Did we make that out of wasps? Oh no! <laughs> no, it's it's a lot of insect. The wasps you left on behind you on the road. Oh no! <laughs> I, I I go full air genasi and try and blow a prevailing counterwind away uh, from us. You get a a, a look and a shuffle for, out of Littlefoot as he sort of tries to block you like no no you're not you don't get to take my my bug meal it's mine oh i don't i don't want to take the bug meal i want to take the bug meal smell yeah well he can't tell the difference that's so fair i pat him <laughs> i pat him on the head that's okay it's gonna be all right yeah oh the smell it's gonna be okay <laughs> it's crunch, fine crunch, when you're out crunch. in the open <laughs> but oh man it's just it's not even that the bug meal smells bad it's that years of bug meal in this stable smells really bad <laughs> Ancestral uh, bug meal. Lizards. <laughs> uh, it's fine. Okay. Um, is it early enough still for us to still leave today reasonably? Uh, I mean, it's probably midday. Maybe a little after. Um, you could, if you really pushed it, make it to the Shachin Oasis, which is the next one, just south of the Grey Hills. By, like, nightfall? Yeah. I would rather not wait. I, I would rather not set up camp after dark. If there are no objections. Let's do it. Tomorrow. Yeah, they're push through. I mean, it's, it's only 12 miles. I just, I right. don't want to get there to the point where it's already dark when we set up, when we have to start setting up. No, 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 no. Okay. No worries on that. We can the, go then. Funny, funny thing about the desert, because there's less water in the atmosphere, it kind of goes bright and then dark you have right. a little less like twilight time as i understand it so fair enough just um, because there's less water in the air reflecting light back down oh sure. so it's like it's like light switch it's a little more light switchy yeah which does mean that you have a bit longer uh, yeah it's just it's kind of funny like that right it's just it cuts out what, so something what to keep in mind. Light stays light still. And no, it's the, kind of the other way around, oh. where like it it cuts off. But you know, it does mean that you know. Well, I say that it, it's kind of a problem, right? In that you just magic kinda, hour kinda, is magic minute. Magic magic half hour at least. Yeah. Um. It's just something to note. It's not a huge deal. And again, you're only going 12 miles, right? That's that's three hours away. Yeah, I say we do it. After all, what's the worst that could happen? What indeed? <laughs> Faramond will walk over to Ansel, stick an arm around his shoulder, and would and look him in the eye with utmost serious and say, would you really like to know? What? What the worst is that could happen. Oh, I'm sure there's always a worst worst. Ruach whispered, I don't want to know. It's fine. <laughs> Fairmond will take uh, Ansel a short ways away so that it doesn't like get conveyed to Ruach and tell him what the worst is. In not, a, not horribly graphic detail, but in very blunt terms. Ooh, that sounds really bad, but also improbable. I'm getting the impression that this is less, you know, I'm going to scare you, more just like, 
a list that doesn't stop. Yep, right? <laughs> that is exactly it. It's, it's it's the extended version of we didn't start the fire, you know? Yeah, it, it, yeah, exactly. Going. Like, you know, like, it's like, okay, so you've seen the wasps. Now, let me tell you uh -huh. about, and then it's just, you know, he starts counting stuff off on his fingers, and then he runs through his fingers a second time, and a third time, and a fourth time, and a fifth time. About and halfway through the eighth th time through his fingers, he kind of looks up at Ansel and be like, are you getting the message? <laughs> All at the same time? In fairness, Ansel, he mentioned Desert Man, of course, twice, and that's cheating. <laughs> I mentioned two different types of desert manticore. Thank you. There's, There's actually just that many desert manticore. <laughs> All right. If you guys are pushing Reap on, is, you can absolutely do so. Yeah, it's, Reap has been loading the wagon the whole time. Yeah, Sweet. honestly, uh, you find actually a, a uh, an extra barrel of water uh, nice. and um, two se extra sets of crossbow bolts. All right. Honestly, though, uh, out of character, this this is a party vote. Don't let me just don't let Ansel just like railroad you into this. Is everyone actually okay with traveling? Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, now it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Sweet, Please, sweet plot. The plot. Bring it on. You know. <clears throat> yeah. If there's any shopping you guys want to do at some point, we can just sort of say you did it, and you know, it's fine. Faramond talks me out of buying another set of high-waisted pants. <laughs> yep. <laughs> a bigger hat, that sort of thing. Um, oh, I Fairmont forgot about my we'll hat. Talk, we'll try and talk everybody into changing the water and their water skins after establishing the water here is good, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys freshen up, get a big drink before you go, all that. You guys are good, right? Whatever preparations you want to say you did, we can absolutely just say, yeah, you did that. It's fine. All right. right. We don't need to list them all now. Just if they come up, cool. We got it. Right. Sweet. Okay. Carrying on? Yes. Let's go. Sweet. Here's the good news. Nothing dire happens. Yay. Yet. You get to Chichen Oasis. It's, you know, you can tell the, the sun is low in the sky. Um, it seems fine um <laughs> you you maybe saw a couple of things up in the sky very far away your little moment of nervousness but nothing nothing bad nothing seems to have descended uh the oasis is small uh fortunately it's sheltered which is lovely yeah it's it's really this is actually kind of nice it's it's got kind of a almost cave-like overhang so the water is pleasantly cool oh that's lovely uh -huh. That is nice. Reed dives in. Probably not. It's about two and a half feet deep. Reed splashes <laughs> in. Splashing? Absolutely. <laughs> Go for it. It's 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 kind of broad, but yeah, it's it's not a very deep pool. That's we'll for sure. Send it, Reap. That that almost sounds like you know the Reap version of. Um, I didn't ask how big the room was. I said <laughs> I cast <laughs> fireball. <laughs> <laughs> kind of does. I have yet to All get right. tired of that meme. That's oh, so good. <laughs> okay, so new shirt idea. I didn't ask how deep the pool was. I do a cannonball. Exactly. <laughs> Reasonable. Yeah, that, that is the one thing that suggests to my wife that maybe one day she'll want to play a spellcaster. Otherwise, pure barbarian. It's Wait, funny what, how thin that is line specific is. specific thing? The, uh, I didn't ask how big the room was. Oh, I cast okay. fireball. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. The problem is she runs out of fireballs. Yeah. Even if you're playing a fire sorcerer, you run out of fireballs. It's, that's it's why you buy the wands. You know what never <laughs> runs out? Axes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Truth. <laughs> you guys setting watch or anything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Tell me how you're doing that. Uh, I'll take the first one while my human eyes still work. <laughs> um, uh, I'll go third. Probably look for like the... Uh, the most like elevated place with the best vantage point um, and let his just insane situational awareness do its job. Out of curiosity, how does, how does like wild shape, I can do a certain amount of times a day. Uh, if I took second watch in wild shape, how would that affect my usage for the next day? Would I get, would it reset? It resets at dawn. Take the second day. Okay, perfect. 
then I'll take such watch. It's one of those little things where instead of like tracking, well, did you get eight hours of uninterrupted sleep? No, listen. Uh, uh, just uh, dawn. Long rest is like six hours, and I, I think for druids it resets at dawn, something specifically. Basically, if you take a long rest, you get them back. Cool, cool, cool. Right. And you, it can be interrupted. It's just whatever kind of seems restful. Right. Then, or hand wavy. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it's hand wavy. Awesome. Is anyone trusting Ansel with third or fourth watch? Oh heavens, no! I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking third. So, all right, Mastin, are you taking a watch? Um, sure. Sounds like fourth is a good one. Great, Ansel. They're so nice. They let you sleep all night. Ansel snores. <laughs> of course he does. Of course. That's all right. I expected that. Yeah. But like, are just you... kind of. Kind of like a light, high-pitched one, just like... <laughs> right, of course. Just on the edge of hearing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For the duration of second watch, uh, I will cast Pass Out a Trace on Ansel. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love it. So I love it. That is the best <sighs> thing ever. At least till everybody gets to sleep, and then... <laughs> I, it lasts like you are a you are a kind and good individual, <laughs> sir. It's got a surprisingly long duration. It really does. It's an hour. Yeah, that is the, that is the best use of pass without trace ever. Is that a, is that a cantrip? No, no. Oh, Ben, I'm so proud of you it's for like using slots for that. Spell. It's a second level spell, but we haven't used any at all today. So, oh, that's yeah. so good. <laughs> I can't deal with the snoring spell. <laughs> the best part, too, is it, it kind of has a radius on it. So someone else also gets a very peaceful sleep. It's really wonderful. All right. That's the uh, you guys wake up, refill everything, and I assume head on. Who yep. brought coffee? Actually, Yogog. Woohoo! Oh, did she? Really? I mean, it's, it's cold. It's fine. But it is coffee. Produce flame. I uh, produce flame uh, in a little, like, Bunsen burner esque uh, coffee warmer. Perfect. I can just use my breath weapon if that works. <laughs> I like that more. That's Faramon takes his cup, walks out into the middle of the desert, finds a flat rock that's been out in the sun, sets his cup on it, waits about fifteen minutes, picks it up, and drinks it. <laughs> yes. In the desert, when you set your co coffee out, it gets hotter. So yep. <laughs> uh, that's more a midday thing. But yeah, it it um, between yeah, the, the coffee's a, a little cold, but he kind of is like, you guys are expending way too much effort on this. Indeed, Miaston, however, that perfect flame roasted temperature—it's so good. It's just a right. That smoky overtime roasted. Mm, I'm I'm getting notes of like caramel and like leather, carbon, mm, a little bit of carf. <laughs> it's, it's peaty. Good. I'm gonna say it's peaty. This is, this it's is actually um, coffee. <laughs> oh no, this is this is all more like whiskey flavor. Yeah, here. no, those are those <laughs> are tasting notes from whiskey. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, here's the other good news it's it's a tough journey but you do make it to the southern bluff oasis the next day 20 miles here's the bad news it's not there like like anywhere near anything we expect it to be there is just not that you Mastin, you know where this is supposed to be and right, right in front of us yeah, it's it's a, a little depression, uh, kind of a rocky depression. That's why it hasn't filled with sand. Um, you know that, and the fact that largely when you come to one of these, you kind of scoop the sand out helps kind of keep it clear for everyone. It's dry. It's bone dry. Everybody, make me investigation checks. That wasn't an amazing twelve. Yeah, my nine wasn't so great either. How about a two? I like it too. That's on brand for uh, Ansel. Yeah, um, Reap and Ansel. Yeah, Reap got it too. <laughs> you're you're kind of just stunned, Ansel, because 
oh no, we're all going to die out here in the desert. <laughs> Breathes into a bag. Re- <laughs> what the actual what? Like, this doesn't happen. Yeah. This area bothers you. Like, it just feels uncomfortable. Some, something about this doesn't sit right with you. Um, Ruach, you're actually feeling a little nauseous. Ruach looks around and he's like, I don't like rumors. I like them less when they're true. Miastum, you're digging around, trying to kind of, you know, see what's going on in the soil. You know, maybe, maybe it's moved, something like that. You find two pieces of what appear to have been some sort of ritual. These are definitely ritual elements, little carvings that they have actually primordial carved on them. They're fragments, but it looks like Aquan. Okay, uh, D- DM question. Yeah. Is primordial generic, or do I have to be specific with that? Ah, cool cool thing. This has come up in my other game. Uh, primordial is the general language for all elementals. The four elemental languages, Aquan, Terran, uh, Auron, and Infernal. Uh, not, not Infernal. The fire, fi- the fire one. Oh. Yeah, Ignan. Yeah. Ignan, thank you. Um, they're kind of like dialects. Okay, so as Erjanasi, I have... Primordial. Can I yes. get bits and pieces of this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the problem is it's a, it's a fragment. Sure, 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 sure. I'll take what I can get. Yeah. Uh, it is... It looks like something involved... Like, it's very clearly about water and something about binding. I don't know if I know enough about that kind of thing for that to upset me or not. Indeed. Um, take a look at that. Pheromon. Yeah, I hand to Pheromon. I explain also, in words. Um, and the other thing you you both notice, uh, Pheromon and, uh, well, Pheromon in particular, over near the road, somebody has set up some sort of, like, plinth. Sorry, um, not a word Ryan knows. Uh, 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 kind of a, a pillar. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, but for the moment, let's let's talk about these fragments. They're kind of separated around the oasis, right? Uh, Miasin, you find one on one side and then another one on the other. They're both in Aquan. This is really strange because it, it it's involving you know the the earth in a way too. It's it's very odd. Would this be a good place for an Arcana check? It, absolutely, it would. Okay. Then I will attempt that. Hopefully it's not like my investigation check. 15 is quite good. 15 is quite good. It hits one of those, you know, those tiers of, of difficulties. If you... It sounds so dumb when you put it into words that are not technical arcane language. But if you kind of took one of the elements out of here and packed it up and shipped it off somewhere, it'd look like this. Does this bother... Ruach on a metaphysical or personal level in some way when he looks at it. This might explain the the, the things don't necessarily like the, the the little leftover bits of of ritual. And you can tell by the way, there was a pretty complex ritual done here. These are just little pieces that were missed or left over or something, right? Not consumed. It's less that the the pieces bother you and more that like this area feels incomplete. Like the balance is way off here. You're you're kind of fundamentally tied to one of the four elements and something's it's like you're t- missing yeah like the elemental balance is way off reap if if this is if people are taking chunks of the elemental fabric of this area out it explains a lot yeah. okay so i look at reap question and stop me if i'm off off base here yeah you you or grant I'm curious what would happen if you tried to make water he- here, expressly here. I was not that at... I think you can, obviously you can't like re-oasi. That's not English, but it's fine. Um, 
I'm just curious what happens with water at all here. The word binding uh, bothers I, me. Can I make a nature to see if I have any, any idea what that would do before I do it? Yeah, of course. Uh, 13. You know nothing bad will happen. Okay. So then, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Reap will go to where the... You can kind of see like the basin area where the water would have been. Reap will go and cast uh, Create Water at first level. Sure. Um, you create a little pool of water that just sort of appears. It sinks down into the earth. The the It's damp for about as long as you would expect it to stay damp. So nothing abnormal about it? No. And Miastin, it clicks. It's not that the water is gone. It's that the concept of the oasis has been taken. This water's not part of the oasis. So it's not... It, it's fine. Like, the... The... Nominal idea of this oasis is now packed off somewhere. Something has changed here fundamentally. Yeah, but through the use of elemental magic. This is not some, arc, oh, like, you know, high arcane, na like, true name kind of thing. That elemental concept of the water that is part of this oasis and the source, the wellspring here is kind of gone. Which sounds... Really weird, because you'd think, well, more water from elsewhere would just flow in, but now it doesn't come here, because it's not for here. It's not part of this. It's going somewhere else. Maybe that's why the balance is off elsewhere, right? And we're talking about kind of fundamental elemental flows, not even actual water, right? Sort of the, the more elemental, magical underpinnings of everything. I have a lot of in-my-own-head thoughts about this that I don't know if would matter at all to Ruach. I don't know how to go with that. Okay, so uh, after uh, Ansel has, has breathed several times into his trusty safety bag and counted backwards from 10 and kind of pulled himself back from a panic attack of just not there not being water, uh, uh, he would like to look around to see if there's track marks from any other caravans that have made it this far and what directions those will be heading off in. Yeah. You kind of head up the, the road, you know, uh, a little bit. And there is that. Fairland will immediately start following him when he sees Ansel wandering off by himself. Indeed. You, you both kind of, you're heading, That's you know, fair. Uh, the road kind of curves here and it's kind of going no a little more northward. Um, taking that bend back kind of northwest after going east ducking around the five fangs, kind of in between the five fangs and the gray hills. Yeah, there is that, that weird plinth by the side of the road. Um, if you have nature? Probably. Um, Let's roll that. Yes, I do. I have a 12 in nature. That I, actually does I, stand out. Peter? The plinth? Peter, did you have something? No. Okay. Yeah, the plinth stands out. It's you can just tell looking at it, everything around here is, you know, sandstone. And, mm -hmm. well, I say that. It's dark sandstone um, because there's a lot of volcanic rock that has sort of been ground down and then compressed again and, you know, all that sort of stuff, right? Um, but it's, you know, it's black. This is volcanic rock. So this is... So that... This rock here is it's it's volcanic rock. It's not metamorphic rock like the other stuff around it. Huh. Yeah, uh, sedimentary, yeah. Yeah, sedimentary. This is from the yeah. north then. Um yeah, you when you get within twenty feet. Okay. Uh and sorry, yes, Ansel, I, I, I assume you are leading the way. Uh something happens. A mouth forms on the side of it. I don't think that's oh. supposed to happen. No, not Got a giant thirst? Visit Gray Giant Hostels. New locations all along the High Waste Road and beyond. Water, supplies, and shelter at reasonable rates. I'm going to be so mad if somebody jacked up my desert to make money. I'm going to oh. be so mad if that... Oh, uh, I'm going to be so mad. Okay. Uh, Reap walks over and taps the rock see if it starts talking again. Got a giant thirst? Visit Grey Giant Hostels. New locations all along the high waste road and beyond. 
water, supplies, and shelter at reasonable rates. So this doesn't feel interactive. This feels like a recording. Yeah, uh, this this is something I, I, I never did. Any spellcaster can recognize the magic mouth spell. Yeah, this is something I never learned how to do, but because it, it seemed useless to me, but yeah. yeah. Faramond doesn't say anything, but he looks at this thing with a huge amount of intensity and clenches his fist so hard that anybody who's watching might actually see a little trickle of blood come out between a couple of his fingers. Hey, He's not happy. Hey, hey, He's hey, doing a good job of keeping it off of his face, but he is not happy. Hey, Grant. Yo. How well built does this look? It's quite solid, actually. It's maybe 18 inches thick and three feet wide and, you does know, six, seven feet tall. Does it appear to be at all anchored to anything, or is it just standing here? Um, It is definitely sunk into the ground. Uh, if you walk around it, by the way, there is an odd arrangement of symbols and lines on the back. Ooh. Um, let me get either Arcana history or survival checks from all of you. William, Miastin has advantage on this. Ooh, 25 on survival. Six on survival. So history, survival, or what? Uh, or Arcana. Oh man, I'm horrible at all those. Now roll again. Yeah, roll 17 again. is great. 14 for Reap. Nope, oh, 19 from... Yeah. Okay, so we got a 25 from Faramond, a 6 from Ruach, 9 from Ansel, and then a 19, after rolling advantage, from Miastin, and a 14 from Reap. Miastin and Faramond. You, it takes a minute, because this is very stylized, but this is a map. It's, it's a... Not a map of the desert, it's a map of routes through the desert, with certain places marked and certain others not, and it's not exactly to scale. It is, honestly, kind of like a bas-relief, like, London tube map, like that level of abstraction. Hmm. <clears throat> um, ooh. Uh, Ansel's gonna, gonna rummage through, and he's gonna pull out that, that really cheesy brochure map that he had, that he uh, picked similar up. Similar style, completely different scale. Frankly, yours is worse. Oh. oh. <laughs> Somebody at least went to the trouble of like marking the routes correctly here. So that's exciting. Um This oasis is marked. It takes you a minute to decipher it. Uh and Fairmont, you guys are kind of head down on it together for a moment. Um this one is marked. The Great Crossroads Oasis is marked. And a couple others. Does this look like does this look like it's meant to give me directions to something, or does this look like a checklist? Uh, this looks a lot like uh, a list of places, you know, like, hey, visit our locations at... Oh. Can I make a perception check? Uh, for what? To see if I've been missing a large uh, orc-based inn nearby. Because uh, presumably there's something near here. I, I get. I, I'm looking for any indication of where I'm supposed to find this, whatever this is. Um, you don't see anything out here. Also, Ruach seems angry, like real angry. Yeah, nothing seems out here yet. Yeah, uh -huh. ooh, yet. Huh. Interesting. It's, Ansel's taking lots of notes. You know, and if you if all look this... at the map, I have marked the oases that are marked on the map. That's very handy. Very. <clears throat> you know, the one the the ones with the red X through them. Marwa's Grinding Heights, Southern Bluff. And this this that's where we are. Are we Southern Bluff right now? You are on the Southern Bluff Oasis, okay. yes. Yes. So you are there. Okay. So uh if we're all going to operate on the assumption that the oases being dry and these gray giant hostels being related to each other, that is, that's both brilliant and terrible. Fascinating. Scribble, 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 scribble. That's one word for it. 
Pheromond mm. makes rather meaningful eye contact with uh, Ruach over this one. <clears throat> when you look at Ruach, Ruach's, his eyes just keep darting back and forth between Littlefoot and Littlefoot's lead and the statue. Like he's trying to do geometry, but it's going poorly. Awesome. Uh, While you're Ruach, are, are, are you wanting to destroy this, please? I just want it not here. I don't care if it's I, in pieces. I just want it not here. I don't like. I this. might, if if I could make a uh, uh, easier suggestion. Is, sure. Is there anyone among us who could just dissipate the spell instead of? I don't even want the map here. Like I don't want this standing. But yeah, that, no. that too. That's fine. Also, but but yeah, no, I don't like this. So reap just. Giggles a little bit and then turns into a uh, uses wild shape and turns into a giant ram. Well, that's useful. Okay. <laughs> Ru Ruach looks a little confused. Like maybe oh, he's that's not spent a lot of time around druids before. He's <laughs> like, uh, oh, a giant um, goat. I'm sorry, a giant goat. Interesting. Awesome. Oh uh, dear. And takes takes a few steps back, gets at least twenty feet away from the of the the plinth. And makes a charge directly. Everyone at is going to grab Ansel and pull him like a good ways away from the path of this charge. I, I do the same with Miostin. <laughs> he sees him backing up, and he's like, "Oh!" <laughs> and just grabs him by both shoulders and pulls him back. We should move takes, now. Takes a couple of minutes, but eventually you are rewarded with a a loud crack. Yay. You know, if you keep working at it, yeah, you you can break this thing apart. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, just... there's five seventh level characters here. I am not concerned about your ability to break a piece of rock. <laughs> given <laughs> <enough time. laughs> fair. I sort of forget we're seventh level. When it I comes mean, to yeah, like, like there's if we want to start really getting class abilities involved in this, like. I mean, yeah, just, honestly, Ansel can stare it down for a while and then start punching it if you can convince him. So yeah, it's, it's fine. I'm not worried about that. It's more just the frustration. Tell me what you do. Can, can, I, rock. can <laughs> I make a sneak attack on the rock? It'll never see me coming. It certainly didn't see you coming. No, given time, whatever uh, methods, you know, however narrative you want to make it. You can break this down. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, your your yeah. possibility only does such amount of damage. No, it's cool. It's whatever, right? I mean, if it really comes down to it, you saw how much my smite does against those bugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, so um, after we've satisfactorily done that. Excellent. I'm less angry. That's good. That's a start. Um, I want to find the person who put this here mm -hmm. and make them fix it. That would be <clears throat> Ansel, I think we're going to take a short detour. Oh, uh... To a okay, nice well, rest stop. I suppose if we could justify that it was in relation to Caravan Order Q34R57B, then I suppose I could still expense this out. Oh, so I, I think, think we could make that work. I'm very afraid it's going to be. <laughs> Same, oh, and even more afraid that it's not going to be. That's worse. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that would be that would be a shame. I would have this would have to come out of my personal account. <laughs> no, I'm talking about item number seventy-seven on that list I gave you. One other thing to note, uh, Mastin. By the way, yeah. we will never say what's attached to any given item on the list. Oh, no, of course not. <laughs> Uh, Mastin, what do you think would happen if more of these oases went away? Well, I assume that would exaggerate the effects that are already yeah. taking place. Mm, probably. That's a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> that certainly seems right to you. I have so many questions. Okay. So, so Grant, from looking at the map before, before, before Gatebreaker Ram happened, yeah, to, <laughs> no, you guys like, have, have notes of it. Don't worry about you know. Oh, do we need to put the pieces back together? Look at it now. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. You're, you're yeah. all smart. Um, um, 
looking at the map and the locations on the map and how long I think this has been here, that kind of thing, do I think it's reasonable that this place actually already exists? Or this is like a coming soon to an area near you kind of thing? Um, the one thing you do note, this is far and away the first, furthest south. It It is kind of an outlier in that regard. This one is the furthest south on, on the map that's on the rock. Yeah, and, you know, just consulting with everyone, this one's a lot further south and than the others that have disappeared. You know the, the Great Crossroads one has disappeared. You got that independently confirmed. And none of them mm -hmm. are the ones near cities, right? Like, because, like, we passed, like, Sheshin, is that how you said it? Uh, Shichin. Yeah, Shichin. Shichin. So yeah. that's the closest one to Samurat, and it's still active and didn't have this big thing. That's correct. The other thing to note, though, there's not a lot of cities out here, right? There's Sajarun, Samurat, Sakura. They are all down to the south anyway. It's kind of hard to tell if it's a city thing. I mean, it could certainly be. It is notable that you know, you're looking at the road. The next one down the road hasn't been touched yet. You know, Shichin is fine. It's not marked on the map either. And, and, five, and we, five Fangs? Yeah. Well, we know independently that someone visited Five Fangs and it's okay. Recently, that's true. And there was the tribe living near Five Fangs. Well, so somebody helped them from Great Crossroads to Five Fangs. Yeah. So somewhere within that... that route there was somebody might not be there i mean it was you know a week, two weeks before sure but but it's somewhat recently five things existed still yeah and Fairmont, you know that that is certainly an area where uh some of the clans do you know migrate across with herds uh, let's head up there and see if i know people up there there are some really good people up there uh, I, if things are going to be vanishing out here, I want to both find out what they know and tell them what we know. Uh, yes. Um, what? Uh, thinking of, of other uh, potential caravans on the road, would it be worth putting up markings around here to kind of direct caravans away from this area so they don't waste travel trying to get out to this oasis that doesn't exist? If we could it's get not a bad like, idea. If we could get Halfway Black to Shishin and kind of just put a marker that just pushes them straight to Five Fangs. Points north. Yeah, something to that effect. That That's actually a very good idea, Ansel. Who wants to make a nature check? Can I make survival instead? That's also probably good. Okay. Since, you know, survival is sort of the question. Yay! Ooh. I'm also making survival, because I read a book once. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Uh, is, is your six for that? Oh, Rock? I thought the 23 was mine. Now I'm disappointed. I looked at the, the, the uh, list. That was, that was the 23 was mine. <laughs> I got really excited about that. Yes, the six is mine. Okay. Uh, Ansel. Yeah. No way anybody could get across there. That's crazy talk. Yeah, that's... No, you can't go around that. No, no. Those hills? Mm, no. Gray hills. Deadly. Deadly. Mm, ah. yeah, Not that you have anything a... to base this on per se, but no, it seems terrible. Well, the, on my novelty map, there's a frowning face right there. <laughs> there is. <laughs> and it's a, it's, a, it's a manticore frowny face, and that's been bad so far. Yep. Yeah, <clears throat> it really has. Uh, that's some that's point the this... second type of desert manticore. Yeah, the frowny that's face. Ones, they're much worse. Yeah. At some point, this is going to end up as a this this map, this theoretical map is going to end up as just a T-shirt. <laughs> it's just a giant I mean, that, that style map perfect. of this desert. Just kind of a, a a London tube style map. Yeah, you are I'd here indeed. Relying on listeners to keep track of all of this and convert it to maps. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with oh, that too. I guarantee, if I Google, you know stylized London tube map maker. I'll come up with something. <laughs> Probably. You might come up with three or four things. Yeah, no, I... I we'll talk after after recording. So, the uh, the plinth mentioned, or the, the voice in the plinth mentioned gray giants or just the gray hills? It's, it's uh, gray giant hostels. Yes, as in H-O-S-T-E-L-S. 
I put down both, right. just in case. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, I like the double entendre, but it, yeah. it sounded like hostiles. hostiles. And... <laughs> hostiles. Do we know, like, do we know of any giants living in the Grey Hills? That's like, maybe uh, a roll. Oh, by the way, uh, anything for the 23 specifically? Oh, for survival? Yeah. I, I, I missed that that was for that, sorry. Yeah. Um, man, that is just so full of manticores. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, what role would you like for that? I leave it up to you. Uh, Possibly not acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> Darn. He did what only I say good possibly. One. I'm going to go with insight. All right. Does that work for you? It works for me? Work, That's yeah, sure. Cool. What are we rolling for? Remind me. I made a joke and it slipped my mind entirely. <laughs> um, if the Grey Hills are home to Grey Giants. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, probably more of like a, a history roll, honestly, now that I'm thinking of it. Yeah. Give me a history roll. Um, so good not at those. Oh, that's two. That's still a ten. Ten? Yeah. You, you have not heard any stories of giants in those hills. Okay. Oh, maybe it's a giant hostel. Like, it's really big. Okay. Mm. Fairmont clenches his hand again like you saw before and then kind of thinks better of it and uses a point of lay on hands on himself. <clears throat> okay, we should move on from here. Yes, yes thing. we should. Because Northern I'm getting North. more and more angry the longer um, we stay in this yeah, place. Unless I feel like yeah. it's too late in the day for us to keep moving. I mean, it's not like the Oasis is here to begin with, so... I suppose stopping here is relative, unless the cover that would have been with the Oasis still is. There is no real cover here. It's more just a rocky depression. Okay. Then I think we'd probably just keep moving. I mean, it is... It's getting towards nighttime. Oh, okay. Okay. Is, there, there's a reason this sort of works as a... You know, a, a, a campsite. Fair. It's a and, reasonable and stopping point. It should be noted, there are a couple little signs of old campgrounds and that sort of thing. Well, if we've got to go someplace, let's see if we can at least get closer to five things. Yeah, push up until until nightfall. Okay. Maybe even a little past. It's about if you follow the road, it's about twenty-four miles. Yeah, let's let's try to push up just to the foothills of the Five Fangs. Uh, eight miles. Okay. Just keep in mind we're going into Manticore territory up there, so uh, everybody's head on a swivel. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, just as a. General FYI, if you see them and they look aggressive, get as close to me as possible. There are things that I can do while you are close to help you stay alive that I cannot do when you are far away. Okay. I guess we'll go a little further. It's late. It's dark. But you make camp kind of in the, the shadow of the broken, craggy hills called the Five Fangs. Called that because there are five sharp peaks that stick out. Um, kind of all in a row. Naming sometimes gets literal out here. Like you do. Well, like, there's no reason not to, and also, you don't want to spend a lot of time naming things after people. You just want landmarks, you know? Yeah. It's a very practical sort of place. Uh, I assume Who's... watches like last time. I assume. Unless unless anybody says anything different. I'm good yeah, with that. seem to work okay. All right. Uh... Reap, you were taking what? Third? Second. Second. I'm on third. Wow, that's what it was. Um, see, what's your passive perception score? Uh, my passive perception is... Passive perception is 16. That's really good. <laughs> you... Uh, First watch passes uneventfully. You guys are tired. You settle down. Kind of, you know, find a little hill to kind of hunker down behind. Uh, Littlefoot. Littlefoot's tired. 
you pushed him a little hard today, uh, getting this far, and he, he settles in with his uh, his bug meal bag on his face. First for, watch is uneventful. For second watch, uh, pretty much any time I go on to watch, if I have it, um, I will be wild shaping into uh, Black Panther. Okay. Um, uh, advantage on perception checks that rely on smell, and just using that to like roam the outer circle. Great. You first hear something digging around in the wagon at the very back. Uh, I want to stealth up to it. You catch a whiff. It's a prey animal. It's it's kind of a little... It's kind of like a, a, a pack, actually, of mid-sized rodents. Not rats. They're, they're kind of, you know, designed for... Honestly, more like gerbils, frankly. Slightly larger gerbils. Um, with... A, a small row of spines along the back, but they're they're not really poisonous or even that sharp. They're more just kind of a, you know, one of those things. Bone ridge. And yeah, I mean, honestly, it looks more like a a, a single row of hedgehog quills. You know, cute and okay. cuddly. Poor cute jerk. Um, <clears throat> pokey bits. <laughs> little little pokey bits, right? Uh, they are doing their best to get into your supplies. Uh, I want to. They. Uh, it should be said, they look hungry. Oh. Trying to decide how nice Reap would care would be right now. Um. So yeah, so Reap's gonna uh, in in Panther form, uh, quietly pad up behind the back of the wagon, um, and kind of bat one of them off to the side, not in turn, not for harm, but just like. Get off the wagon. Smack. Right. Move, please. Not yours. Yeah. Uh, the presence of... The, the fact that you've wild-shaped actually is significant. They they recognize large cat-like predator. And they scatter. Hey, Larry. <laughs> and quickly. Watch which way they go. Um, they kind of scurry into several burrows nearby. Um, it kind of looks like now that you're looking at it, there's you know there's a few bits of, of wildlife out here. This is not a, a completely barren desert. There's a few plants, you know, hiding in places, cacti and and little mm -hmm. scrubby, scrubby sort of bushes, that sort of thing. Um, you can tell that one of them is poisonous and shouldn't be. Okay. Like you can actually kind of see, uh the needles are kind of glistening. Yeah. That's something that they usually eat. Okay, if if nothing else happens on on uh, the rest of the watch. Yeah. Could I... Would there be, like, uh, a check I can do here, like, nature, to see if I could identify what's causing it to be? Is it you can absolutely make it. You can yeah. absolutely make a nature check. Absolutely. Did that roll? 13. It's part of that same elemental disruption. Okay. Right? The, the fabric of... Like, the, the fundamental way that nature is out here has been disrupted. And there's little shock right. waves and, and distortions throughout. Um, if you had to put your finger on it, little too much earth where there used to be a balance right and so now you're getting kind of toxins that are coming out in these plants things like that yeah okay um then uh at the end of my watch um i would drop form uh wake up rock tell him what happened what i saw um go over to the burrows the, the collection of like burrow holes and stuff uh cast goodberry Mm. And leave a pile of ten good berries uh, at the entrance area of the the burrows. They're they're too cautious to come out while you're they, standing yeah. there. But <laughs> and then once you once you turn around and leave for a few minutes, 
You don't hear him. He, I mean, listen, you have good hearing, but these guys are stealthy little guys, right? And you know that. But when you turn around five minutes later, yeah, they're all gone. Yep. Um, and then just let Rock know what happened and then crash out for the night. Excellent. Ruach. Yes. Nothing happens. Okay. They stay back in the burrow? Yeah. Okay. Aston? Nothing of my happens. Watch Lane against Littlefoot. Excellent. I, he's he's kind of grumbling to himself. Aston? Nothing happens on your watch. Things are clear. Sounds good. Five fangs time? Indeed. You guys looping around the five fangs today? Sure. Okay. That was the plan. If so, nothing, no. Yeah. If there's no reason not to. Yep. Okay, so long rest taken. Yep. Reap will, as we head out for the long rest, or for the, uh, the rest of the journey, um, we'll take a bunch of, like, one set of his rations and leave them out as we leave. Okay. Excellent. You know what? We're going to make that brown dot mean something. Ugh. Just for fun. <laughs> Reasonable. <laughs> um, when you get there, but this is you know about eight miles down the road from where you've camped. You guys are going only about 16 miles to Five Fangs Oasis, roughly speaking. Maybe 17. Um, you find uh, maybe maybe 500 feet from where the track currently is, you see uh, the remnants of a wagon sticking up out of the sand. How Ooh. much sand? Um, like, a, like a couple days or like a couple weeks? It's hard to tell from this distance. Perception, I guess, before I get closer. Sure, yeah, absolutely. All right, while he's making that check, Ansel's going to go, ooh, a wagon, I should investigate, and just take off after Faramond him. is going to grab him by the shoulder, or attempt to, miss, and then take off after him. Yeah, I'm going to basically <laughs> follow with that six. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Reap, if you're making that perception check as well, it looks like you are. Yeah. That looks like maybe a week's worth of sand. Okay. Especially uh, if there have been sandstorms. Yeah. So follow, I'm following, but not nearly as concerned as they are. Yeah. Uh, this is, in fact, a wagon that has broken down. Yeah, I, I would like to um, see if I can uh, look through it. Or to manifest. Uh, there's, there's no manifest. There are remnants of a couple of crates. Looks like whatever um, was something has smashed these crates open. You see, actually, if you dig around in the sand, you can find like a piece or two of crate. Something the, the crates have been smashed. Any sign of the people that were with us? No, uh, I'm not sure whether that's good or bad. Well, <laughs> the, the broken axle is perhaps suggestive. So it's literally basically just pieces of wood lying around. At this point. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. I mean, this is this is a. You've seen this before, honestly. You know, a wagon breaks down, really badly. It's not really worth hauling a broken wagon you take through the you desert. Carry and pretty so much. Move on. So it looks like a normal break, not a combat break or something. You don't see any signs of. Um, Violence or a struggle? Violence. The the smashed crates are perhaps interesting. I mean, if nothing else, you've seen desperate desperation in some of the animals out here. Yeah, it could it could be that simple as just a scavenging creature. Could yeah. An Ansel just really had his hopes up to be able to be like, well, this is what happened. All done, but doesn't doesn't look like that panned out. How close are we to five things? Oh, eight, ten miles. So, like, someone without the wagon could still reasonably get there in a couple of hours. Oh, absolutely. Okay. You stop, you know, take an hour to unload the wagon, rehitch the animals, you know, all that sort of stuff. You know, 
no doubt stare at it, you know, in consternation for 15 minutes going, do we have a spare axle, you know, that sort of thing. Sure. Yeah, it's, it, it happens, it's not, exa- it's not fun for anyone, no. um, but it's not like this would have stranded anyone unless this were their last wagon. All the hallmarks of a good, like, Oregon Trail 2 run, basically. Yeah. Uh, when, less when tombstones involving dysentery. Yes, yes, yes. But when, <laughs> but when, you're, but when, you're, when your axle breaks and you have to abandon your wagon and you Yeah, that. yeah, that kind okay. of thing. All right, fair. Um, what direction was the? does it look like the wagon was going? That's an excellent question. It appears to be pointed northwest, north-northwest. Okay, um, so... That's was, not especially suggestive to be perfectly honest well but it's assuming that it was going north in the general direction so coming from where uh maybe southern came from. Up, that would be two-thirds of a day so yeah. that they would have had a portion of the day to to walk eight miles so it, it's it's still i think that's still reasonable and yeah so about a week about a week's worth of sand and we don't know how long southern bluff oasis has been no gone but at least the caravan was able to make it this far so a caravan was a caravan so that is that is a point of data that ansel's going to write down and mark and presumably a caravan made it past this point light one wagon and kept going because presumably it wouldn't have just been this cart, right? It's uh, yeah. I'd, nobody travels with just one wagon. Yeah, yeah. Nobody does that except us. I mean, we, <laughs> no, no, no. yeah, no. yeah. Only what, absolute madmen would do such. A thing. I was going to say, uh, what kind of a band of fools would? Oh wait. <laughs> speaking oh, <no. laughs> of uh, speaking of a band of fools, is there anything um, spare parts wise we could salvage from this wagon? Reasonable. Uh you know, yeah, actually, I'll say that there is not a, uh, the front axle, if you feel like taking that. Um, you know, one or two other bits. Yeah. I mean, it can't hurt anything. I'm I'm going to assume someone else notices that, because that's sure. not actually something Ansel would... Uh... Are you sure that's yeah. not the sort of thing an accountant would think of, at least? I was going to say, least? like, that's very business-minded. Well, I think it almost yeah. makes sense. Sure. For Ansel to be like, hey, we should maybe uh, spare parts and such. Uh, yeah, actually, we we could add this to our inventory as well. Um, if there's anything here that we could use, possibly. So uh, it's not a total loss. Scribble, I feel scribble, like yeah, Ruwak looks at him a little like, and then he realizes, you know, actually, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's fair. Fair. We can do that. Yeah. Give me 20 minutes. We kind of disassemble something and put it on yeah. the cart. I yeah. guess. You yeah. get a few parts. I don't want to overbear it's- Littlefoot, but like. Something we can work with, I'm sure. I mean, at the very least, having a spare axle seems like yeah. objectively a good idea, given the object lesson in front of you. Correct. Yes, this is true. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> given that, given that these people didn't have a spare axle, and look where it got them, <laughs> it seems like learning from someone else's mistake is very prudent. <laughs> they have one axle, which means we now have three axles. Yes. Come to find out two sessions later that this is a Volvo axle and we needed a Chevy axle. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's designed for driving on the other side of the caravan track. <laughs> right. and yeah. It's not terrible. No. There's not a mechanic um, who can do this in this side of the desert. No, you yeah. got to go to a specialist. It's, oh, it's a huge deal. Very oh, You got to go to the dealer and, oh, man, the, oh. the up surcharge on that. The diagnostics I, I, knew, I knew we shouldn't have bought an import. I knew we shouldn't have bought an import. <laughs> Listen, it's all the bolts happens. are all the bolts are in metric, and they're not in. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're all threaded from what you're used to. It's just a huge pain. It's just oh, the IKEA wrench. Don't it's just say an IKEA wrench. Don't say something's reverse threaded. Uh, that'll no. <laughs> oh no! I've hurt Daniel out of but the just, game. <laughs> but like the the notches on the bolt that tell you it's reverse threaded have worn off, so you just don't know, and you're just cranking it. It's just getting yeah. tighter just and tighter. <laughs> oh, also oh, fun. You hear a snap, and yeah. Fun, fun fact for anyone who is working on something. If a bolt's reverse threaded, there will be notches on the uh, on the nut. So, as a signal 
that you shouldn't crank it in the wrong direction. That's good to know. <laughs> that is good to know. Okay, so we had we, right. we five fangs now, I guess. Excellent. We five uh, fangs now. You get to five fangs. Uh, actually, kind of mid-afternoon, because you cut off some of your time, you know, uh, the night before, pushing on. Um, five fangs is a little bit nicer. It's First of all, it's here. Yeah, the water is thing. present. It is, it is extant. Therefore, it is, it is better. Uh, and this is actually a pool that Reap could dive into if he wished. Uh, it's, oh, not, in. it's not quite <laughs> as broad, but it is definitely deeper. Um, it is kind of your classic oasis in many ways, right? A pool of water, uh, a few trees around it, you know, a couple of rocks. Uh, somebody a while back appears to have attempted to build a shelter. There's a little three walls to get, uh, kind of with a structure. Uh, just really, it's the kind of thing you could park a wagon in or build a tent in or cover with canvas. It's not amazing, but, you know, somebody tried to build a little shelter on the east side of things, and that's kind of nice. Go ahead. I have a question before no, I finish. Do it. Um, how long do I think, since we're here midday, how long do I think it would take for me to put a roof on that? Um, of some some form. Nothing incredible. <laughs> I mean, if you had the canvas for it, probably not too long. You kind of, you know, lash it down to I, I pegs. I need something more permanent. Oh, the problem is there's not a lot of supplies. Okay, so there's not a lot this I could is, work with here. No, this is somebody actually brought in worked stone. Apparently, thinking oh. they were they were going to build something up and and do something, but it appears to have been abandoned. The wall, the the edges are rough. Like you know, it's it's clearly like just unfinished stone walls. Um, somebody tried. Does anything it's basically about this, kind of what it comes down to. Nothing about this screams gray giant to me, right? Oh, goodness, no. no. Okay. This is, somebody was trying to, you know, build a little place. To, and honestly, three, three walls is still enough to block a lot of wind, right? Even sand. if it's blowing sh some sand, mm -hmm. you know, you, you can cover it with canvas and that sort of thing. And, you know, at, at the very least, it's a sheltered place to put an animal. Fair. Okay. Go ahead you know? with your thing. I was, uh, yeah, you're good. That's fine. It's just that's that's what it is. Fair, right? And that is kind of nice. Um, you know, a couple of trees around. Like I said, um, it's kind of nice to actually be under the shade of a tree. Um, you know, it's tree is maybe too nice a word, <laughs> um, but they are definitely desert bushes that have grown much larger than they usually do with ready access to water. Um, you know, there's, there's a little more greenery around and it is pleasant. Um, and things are nice until someone else approaches from the other side of the road, an unusual sort of caravan, a cyclops with a wagon on its back. And that's where we're going to stop. I have a lot of concerns. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I have dear. a lot of concerns. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, I have concerns. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for a session, folks. That's That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I appreciate that it. was very good. interesting. I'm excited. Good. Uh, we have plot. Dun, dun, dun. Hello. Hooray. Uh, any questions before we wrap up? Oh, that was uh, solid. Any, anything uh, that you guys missed, you know, it wasn't clear or anything like that? Uh, no, no, I don't have any questions. Um, I, it, it was bothering me because I just kept saying my company sent me. So uh, in the campaign information, I made up a name and tossed it in there. Ooh, uh, so feel free to use Agate Accounting and Inventory Control. Uh AAIC, sure. Sure. Yep. Aik, uh, for short. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay. Love it. Um, yeah, feel feel free to yeah. use that. Aik, uh, your, your company and, is called Aik. Okay, yes. gotcha. <laughs> feel, feel free to use that in any way you see fit, Grant. Uh, uh, I absolutely will. So, so is the person who is in charge of this company the head of Aik? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's not. 
No, he's not. Nor, nor will that ever be the title. Uh, yeah, that's that's Mister Sharp. <laughs> Sharp, the head of uh, my crank. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm sure that is better than uh, Mike Grain. <laughs> yeah, he's the CFO, right? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, threw that in. I looked up a name for a desert rock, and Agate sounded like a good one that's not obviously a rock. Yeah, no, I like that. So, all right. Um, I think I'm good. I took lots of notes today. Well, it was a very plot-heavy session, right? No combat, See. just info and investigation and that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm very looking forward to how this pans out. That's intriguing. Me too. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, hopefully you. we've got a mystery and you know that's sort of been revealed and also, okay, who and what and how and why. So and where so I can make them fix it. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I I love that that's your motivation. Like it's not we have to stop them. It's no, we have to make them fix it. They're going to fix it. This is wrong and they're going to fix it. <laughs> oh, it's true. on the hands and make them do the fix their work. mistakes. For yeah. the reference of y'all. No accountability if you're not made to fix it. <laughs> Yes, thank you for this all for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. You can find us online, cityonthillgaming.com. Uh, City on the Hill Game on Twitter, wherever fine podcasts are downloaded for you, I think. If not, let me know. That's always appreciated. Uh, Grant, saving saving the game things, or Peter. <coughs> yeah, saving the game. Uh, it's a Christian podcast about tabletop role-playing games and collaborative storytelling, also available wherever fine podcasts are given away for free on the internet. And uh, a surprisingly large number of places these days. Uh, it's real pain to keep up with. I got a meeting actually Friday with another guy, a content manager at some other platform. So you know, it's <laughs> ooh, it's a thing. Um, but it's uh, we've got we're all over the place, and you can find us. We're also saving the game on Twitter and Facebook. And if you kind of want to hear us break down the techniques that we use for role playing games and do a deep dive into like theological implications of certain things and like how to apply theology and also hey how to do tell good stories and run good games or at least what we hope are good stories and good games you know that's where to go uh we've been doing it for 8 years now and uh we're still going strong and still having fun yeah and that is uh Grant me and our other co-host Jenny who is not currently on this actual play because she has all the work stuff. Indeed. But uh, hey, go listen a to her. librarian in a pandemic. Two. Yeah. <laughs> go listen to her in season two of City on a Hill, which you can find yeah. at cityonahillgaming.com. And yep. I guess I should also add that you can find Saving the Game at stgcast.org. Yes. So that, yes. Um, so yeah, go check out some of our old stuff. I know we've had some new listeners rather recently. Uh, so shout out to everybody who has checked us out recently. Yes, indeed. Awesome. Uh, everyone, thanks for listening, and y'all have a blessed day. Thanks for listening to City on the Hill Gaming. For more information, you can find us online at cityonthehillgaming.com, email us at cityonthehillgaming at gmail.com, or find us on Twitter at cityonthehillgame. For more information on saving the game, you can find Peter Grant and Jenny at stgcast.org or at saving the game on Twitter. Thanks, and have a blessed day. Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon backers, Andrew, Christina, Tony, Joanne, and Ashley. We really do appreciate you guys and all you do to help make the podcast possible.